And welcome to What's the Maple Tea with your hostesses, me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, and Rowena Way. Yay! Look at us, we're in Sydney. We're in Sydney, <laughs> Australia, even though we're not talking about that. Uh, yeah, but I just realized as soon as I said it out loud, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I forgot to change something. So cheers, dear. Cheers. cheers to the end of a horrible season. Mm. So I, <laughs> that's funny you should say that. Because I was watching a follow-up. Um, because there, there are a few other programs out there that give you the lowdown of the seasons. But they're not worth watching. It's just all, <laughs> it's all about what's the maple tea. And I guess that was the worst season calculated, worst season ever. Now, is that worst season like in viewership? Or worst season in like hate to the queens? Is it... Well, there's apparently this huge algorithm of, like, whether or not you liked the program or you didn't like the program. Oh, so, or... like, an audience vote. Like, kind of yes like an or audience. no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, um, it was, <laughs> it was the worst one ever. Sound out in the comments if you agree that it's the worst season of Drag Race yet that had RuPaul as a host. Yeah. <laughs> Canada's Drag Race actually ranked higher than this one. That's because Canada's Drag Race is wonderful. Sure, Sure. yeah. I think it's wonderful. I mean, apparently the judges didn't think it's wonderful because they're completely rearranged now. Uh, Oh my god, I don't even want to think about that. It's going to be an interesting year. Uh, Oh gosh, let's not even get into that right now. Let's just not get into that right now because... What we kind of want to talk about, right? I, I, I have to check with my host here. Are we talking about season six of All Stars? We're talking about season six of All Stars. <laughs> Basically, RuPaul invites back all of the queens that she thinks the audience wants to watch again. And we watch them compete for $100,000 in an overproduced season. <laughs> 13 contestants. How many uh, How many uh, TV shows are there like, scheduled to be? I have no idea how many episodes there are. Okay. I have okay. no idea. But there are 13 contestants. I'm guessing that there will probably be something like 10 or 11 episodes. But, I mean, we have a smorgasbord of interesting queens on this season of All Stars. Oh, Oh, hey! <laughs> Hello, Jason. 
I'm just saying hello. Oh, Connie's in there too. Hello. Oh. Wow. Everyone's joining Hi, Connie. us. Hi, Jason. I'm like, everyone, everyone has like, okay, that season, the worst season has ended. It's all about season six. And it's... they want, they probably want to hear what our thoughts are about. Exactly. No one listened to Drag Race Down Under. Our stats were lower too. See, everyone hated it. But now All Star <laughs> 6 will be so much better until Canada's Drag Race season two, of course. <laughs> Well, well, mm. so we're getting started. We introduced the queens in our last episode at the tail end of our last episode. Oh my God, I'm a sunset. Look at you. I'm a sunset. I, I love the fact that you are totally transparent. I'm, I mean, am I not usually totally transparent? Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> So in our last episode of the Maple Tea, we talked about all of the queens and who was going to be on the season. So if you haven't listened to that or watched it, you can go to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, TuneIn, uh, Google Podcasts, and you can listen to that. Today, we're going to talk about the first two episodes of All Star 6. Because yeah. we got a double feature. A double feature. Bam, 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 bam. Science fiction. Double feature. Uh, Brad and Janet. The singing is worse in person. Brad <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> so the first episode of All Stars, we got to see all of these queens walk into the workroom and, of course, throw very minimal shade at each other um, and then compete in their very first challenge, which was the reading challenge. Oh, that was that was nice to have it right at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, because you got to get to know a little bit more of the characters. 13 queens, you know. For those of us who have not seen um, most of the seasons, <laughs> um, it was kind of nice to get to know who some of these uh, queens were. Although there were like, how many season 11 girls are Four? in? Four? It's, Four. yeah. Yeah. Two. There's Silky. Three. Um, Four. Silky, yeah. Scarlet. Yeah, Silky, Scarlet, Raja, and Akira are all season 11. That's Four. Oh, okay. What about Jan? Jan was season 12. Season She's 12. the only season 12. She's the only season 12. Yeah. Okay, now I'm confused. Okay. Because I was getting this theory that um, because pandemic happened, she was just trying to contractually reimburse by bringing more <laughs> that season who's been in COVID. No, that was season 12. Uh, that was season 12. That was season 12. So that theory is out of, gone. Thrown out, trashed, just stomp on it. Basically, All-Stars now is just reaching back a few seasons, grabbing a bunch of people who they think that the audience will want to watch or hate to watch, because that's also important. Oh. Yes. Um, And so All-Stars 7 next year will probably get only season 12 and 13 queens. And then, of course, Manila lose on, because she needs to come back for a fourth time. (sighs) Connie says you're glowing. Oh, thank you. You are glowing right now with this sunset. There we go. Um, you could always just, like, strip down, and then we can at least get, like, three times the audience down. But if they're not already watching, how will they know that it happened? Well, because I'll post it on an oh, OnlyFans page okay. or something there we go. like that. There we yes. go. Um, maybe next time. Next maybe. time. I almost wore, a, like, a tank top that doesn't have the middle, but... Have I the didn't. Middle. Yeah, it's like a, it's a tank top, but it only goes down there. It doesn't have the middle. Oh, one of those like muscle beach sort of things. No, no, because it doesn't have a connection. I guess it's more of like a sweater, but it it's like a cardigan, but without sleeves. 
Okay? Yeah. Anyways, so we're going to talk about the reading challenge. Was it like a vest? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a vest cardigan. It's a vest again. It's a cardiac. Cardiac. Cardiac arrest. Oh, Vera's on here. I give it a thumbs up. Yes. The, the first two episodes... I thought general general feeling was yeah that's good kind of I, I don't know I think it's going to be an entertaining season um, I'm excited that it's not quite as loud as I thought it was going to be oh I think that loud will come into the factor when it's like down to six queens I think right right so when it's only Silky and Eureka and Raja it's just and Jan it's going to be screaming constantly. Do you think Silky's going to make it because no, um I don't. No, no because they were really harsh with her. Uh, what was the first episode? Was it the uh, talent? The first episode was the talent show and yes, they were really hard on her. They were really I, really hard on I her. I didn't think she was quite as bad as they thought she was. Um she well, wasn't good. Yeah. No. <laughs> I I think that's I think that's a given. She wasn't good. Um last comment. Uh what does what is this? Oh, okay, yes. I give it a thumbs up to if Rowena took off her shirt. I'll give it away. Th- oh dear lord! Okay, hold on. We gotta hide that. Do it again. <laughs> Look at that. She's uh, Rowena. Uh, are you still fundraising for the Friends for Life bike rally? I am. I am. And actually, tomorrow is the last day. If you donate to my Friends for Life bike rally page, link is in my Instagram. Um, your donation will be matched, so it'll be doubled and duplicated. So donate five bucks, donate ten bucks, and that will be doubled. So tomorrow's the last day to do that. Please donate. I'm almost, I'm more than halfway to my goal. So please, please donate. Awesome. I, I think I have. Anyway, I'll double check that. Uh, so She's like, all this free advertisement was a donation. <laughs> oh, she did bring me wine, this so thank, thank you. Thank this you. I'm sure it'll go really well with the back pain pills. Anyway. Um, I fall asleep very nicely tonight. <laughs> I posted uh, your link tree, because that has all your socials and stuff on there. So it's linktr.ee. You posted Dahlia Anarchy's link tree. No, I didn't. Oh, in the comments. No, 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 no. Oh. So, <laughs> so linktr.ee slash Rowena Way, and Way is W-H-E-Y. This is why Tiffany does the tech stuff and not me, because I have no idea what's going on on this side of the room. Um, And for all of you listening, this side of the room can mean whatever you want. And Condi is part of the Friends for Life background. Really? Yeah. She has been for quite a few years. Oh my goodness. Um, Yay. Where are you riding, Connie? She's... Well, anyway... (laughs) There are uh, people from Toronto coming to Kingston for the ride. Oh, I thought the physical ride was actually canceled. No, no, there is a two-day physical ride. I get to ride with people. Oh, my I God. might even do Red Dress Day, even though it's not technically happening. I might do the first 100K or second 100K in a red dress. Yeah, that's something. That's something. Because yeah. um, I have one that I need to tear apart anyways because it's shit. Old drag. Need to make room for the new drag. Need new drag. Must mm-hmm. get new Drag. <laughs> Toronto. Okay. Well, I will be with you there in spirit. Just like I am today. Spirit. This is the way. This is the way. So, um, this is my opportunity to give the fan that I stole from you at the Priyanka show. Um, so, <laughs> sorry about that. I wonder if Priyanka still has the fan that I gave her. 
Does she know that I'm her biggest fan? Oh, I'm not, but, but that's okay. Um, Love you, Priyanka. Come well, we'll have answer. to. Well, I'll have to ask Arvina this question later on. Um, but uh, we'll 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 talk about that. We'll talk about that. Um, back to season six because uh, here I thought I was the doped up one. <laughs> it's just been so long since I've seen you in person that I'm very excited and I can't keep my brain on track. Yeah, but <laughs> and the. And the temperature's rising because I turned the air conditioner off. So that you can true. have good audio. Wine Woo. and temperature. Oh, God. It's getting hot. I might getting actually hot. have to take my shirt off. Um, so this was a plan. This was all a scheme. A uh, scheme. A scheme. So Silky got met ganache. Are we, uh, are we skipping the reading challenge? Oh, well, okay. Reading challenge, yeah. So Miss Piggy was the <gasps> oh, special guest. And... In the intro, they're like, there's a mysterious 14th queen. And then it was Miss Piggy. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you're going to put, like, a cliffhanger like that... (laughs) If you're going to put a cliffhanger like that and then not have a 14th queen, Miss Piggy's a good choice. If it wasn't going to be Miss Piggy, it had to be Cher. Well, I'm hoping Miss Piggy makes more appearances, you know, other other than on the platter. She is that bitch pig. (laughs) <laughs> I feel I am one with uh, the pig, you know. I'm one with Miss Piggy, and uh, as you, I re- I did do um, a pigs in space drag uh, number oh one time. Goodness. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? I had this. I I didn't uh, plan it ahead of time. So here I'm on stage, and I put this big old glass bowl over my head, <laughs> plastic plastic bowl, um, and I didn't realize by like lip syncing and all that, it would just fog it. Completely. <laughs> Do you not remember this? I don't remember this. Oh my god! I was like, you know, trying to see through it, and I'm like <sighs> drawing little like faces. The faces she drew on that fogged up plastic bowl were prettier than her actual paint. Oh stop! Oh my god! Well, apparently this has turned into the thirst trap show. <laughs> There's a comment that says, I want to see Tiff's titties, too. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Um, I'll, I'll dig them out of the boxes later on, okay? Okay. There we go. So the reading challenge was hosted by Miss Piggy, and of course, there were 13 queens, so they each only had one or two reads. But they showed three reads by Ginger Minge, so clearly, Ginger Minge wins. <laughs> Well, they were the best ones. They, like, they were, were the best really ones. Really good, and you could tell that Miss Piggy, like, because because in uh, Drag Race Down Under, you can tell that it was very pre-recorded. Like, mm-hmm. like whoever it was was not live on that end. But P- Miss Piggy, it seemed like it was Miss Piggy was live, was live, responding at least. But maybe they were no. I would say maybe they record it later, but that's not true because the queens were responding to Miss Piggy. Yeah, so. yeah. So you know. Yeah. Already, I'm loving it. <laughs> Overall, I think that the reading challenge was fine. I don't think it was outstanding. But I do love when Kylie Sonique Love said to Ginger Minge, Ginger Minge, you look like a deep breath. I... Crickets? You, do you not get it? No! If no! You, crickets, you... yeah, exactly. Okay, take a deep breath in. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now I understand. I just think it was one of the most clever reads. I realize that you have to think about it, but I thought it was really clever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Um, so after the reading challenge, which Ginger won, mm-hmm. the queens were told that they had to perform in the now traditional All Stars Talent Extravaganza. Which I think is a really great first episode, too, right? It gives the queens an opportunity to showcase who they are, what they can do. And I'm just going to say I was very disappointed by who these queens are and what they can do. I didn't see a lot of talent there. Yeah, especially when that Jan got on stage. Oh, my God. Jan is the only one who showed an actual talent. Jan sang and sang Brilliantly, I won't say beautifully because it's really high and it's a little screechy sometimes, but like she at least showed talent. And that's where I think like Silky Nutmeg Ganache showed at least that she has a skill. I wouldn't call it really good because this little child of mine on the piano is like maybe 10 notes repeated over and over and over again. Well, (laughs) I thought, I thought, because those sort of, um, you know, old uh, gospel-y type songs. Uh, they always get me. I don't know why, you know, the, you know, growing up in the church and you stuff just like, like that. You like being taken to church. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's my... And just seeing her playing it on the baby grand piano and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I thought that was... Uh, I thought that, that kind of brought a different level of class, really, to the talent. You know what did not bring class? The number of stray stitches hanging off of her sequined... Uh, pantsuit. A jaw drop? Jaw drop? What's going on? Really? Yeah. So is is that why she was read to filth then? No, she was read to filth, be- filth because she didn't bring enough, like, spirit. She didn't kind of bring it home. And honestly, I think it was just kind of underwhelming. Like, it wasn't a bad talent. As I said, like, she showed a talent, whereas a lot of other queens, I don't know what they did. But... I I think they're either giving her, like, a redemption story arc, or they just want her to fail. I think... (laughs) The thought crossed my mind that this is, like, the the, uh, viewer's opportunity for revenge, because I don't think she got many likes in her season, did she? Not... She she went all the way to the end, sort of thing, and people were like, no, she shouldn't. The judges loved her. The judges loved her, but... And they still love her, but... Yeah. So, let's go through this list. So, Akira Davenport. We've already gone through two, apparently. Yeah. Um, Because I got to vent my frustration about Jan. Uh, <laughs> Jan, I love you. I'm feeling the Jantasy. Stream Jantasy on Apple Music and Spotify. Oh, stop it. Stop it. My God, she's not paying for us. Is she? <laughs> <laughs> she's paying for me. I don't know what you're getting out of this. Um, so, Akira Davenport did a lip sync to a song that she has about her ass. Um, also, the day after All Stars 6 premiered, 13 singles dropped on iTunes. Surprise, 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 you know. Surprise, This whole talent thing, by the way, like, 95% of the people who are doing their talent, it's some sort of, somehow tied into some money-making scheme. Some of side, course. You know. If you're going to present your talent, present something that will make you money. Well, there we go. All right. So, Eureka. See, now that's that- why Silky lost. She didn't present something that would make her money. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Akira's was fine. It was a lip sync. She can dance. Cool. Eureka. Eureka wanted to be safe. 
There was no way she was going to win with that performance. She did a a ballad song lip sync in a massive ball gown as a tribute to her mom, which was yeah. sweet and beautiful, but I mean, also underwhelming and what kind of just like oh mm. you are so you are so cruel and oh my gosh! But you know, going into a talent show performing that, you're not going to be in the bottom because your lip syncing is beautiful and they're not going to put you in the bottom for doing a memorial to your mother. But you're not going to win. It's literally just trying to be safe. The, 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 the whole production, though, of it was really high production, you know, like getting the projector, you know, working all that out. Oh, she made a slideshow. I'm show. over that. I, she oh. made a slideshow. <laughs> Next up was Ginger Minge. Who was thoroughly entertaining. Um, <laughs> yes. What did she do again? She did the gummy, gummy, yummy, oh! yummy, bears. Gummy, 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 bears. That was basically the song. And if she doesn't come out with a whole series of THC-infused gummy bears... They should be ginger-flavored. <laughs> I mean, you can't make them minge-flavored. That would just be weird. Yeah, how would you do that anyway? Like, just take the water at the bottom of a bathtub or something? I don't musk. know. Musk. Oh. It's just musk flavor. <laughs> Next up is Jan! Uh, wow, you channeled her, channeled her right there. I like know. Sounded... Jan is like my spirit animal, to be completely honest. Like, I, if I'm going to, like, compare myself, like, energy-wise and, like, attitude-wise to someone on Drag Race, it's probably Jan. Yeah, I could totally see you walking into every untucked and be like, it's Jan Tucked. Oh, you did two. watch it! Yes! Yes, um, it's clear that Jan knows that the producers are wanting her to be safe, because every time she walks into untucked, she's like, welcome to Jan Tucked. She knows. Next! Charlie Sonic Love! Okay, so it was fine. She lip synced to a very slow, kind of like fever esque um, burlesque song, and it was fine. It was slow disco. Yeah, I I mean, it was safe. All right, next, is, are we going to go through all of it? I guess so. Pandora uh, we're, box. We're going Pandora box. pretty quickly. Pandora box was ridiculous. And Jason, I know you love her. <laughs> oh. You have to go water plants? Yeah, well, she's, you know, in California and stuff. Ah, that, and, yes, that is. You know, before the wildfires out. start. <laughs> well, you go make those plants nice and moist, Vera. There we go. All right. Uh, Raja O'Hara. Raja did something really cool. I And honestly, I think other than Jan and maybe Silky, um, it was the only one that was like a talent. She sewed a dress in one minute. And yeah. put it on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's... I, yeah. I thought it was great. And she was actually interacting too. Like she was able to mm -hmm. talk. Um, because you can, you can totally see some queens who are trying to do that. Mm -hmm. And they're just focused on the sewing. And they're not interacting. And then they're, they're not making jives mm -hmm. and stuff like that that was great that was actually good i will say i mean if you're gonna sew a dress in one minute it should be something that's only two seams but 
it actually didn't look that bad. She did a nice, like, um, whatever that's called. Um, shiny. It was shiny. shiny. And it had a lot of cleavage, and it was good. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a tube dress. It tube was a dress. tube dress. My God, how many drag queens have we seen in tube dresses in our life? Cowl. It was a cowl tube dress. That's the word. Well, sure. Tube dress, cowl, tube dress. Well, I mean, it's not like she made, like, the jiggly, um, sorry, the jujube, like, tube oh. dress that she did during her picnic challenge. All right. So. so. Scarlet Envy. Oh, my God. I actually really loved her performance. Were you uh, all a bubble? I was all a bubble. I think, I think uh, you know, you could probably hear me giggling from the... I loved it. To me, it was it was uh, an homage to the old 1950s burlesque, mm-hmm. uh, those kind of shows, and she's really upped her game this year. Like, she's not the same girl that no, she was. No, she's not. The only thing I think she should have done, or could have done, to make it really interesting, is if there was a pool, like a little kiddie pool of bubble bath. And she got into the kiddie pool and then brought the thing out. Because then it'd be more like a reveal. As in, like, she's part of the bubbles. Oh. And, well, and if she had a big oversized champagne glass that she was, like, bathing in or something, too. That'd Mm -hmm. be nice, too. Um, Yes, yes. And then... um, We had Silky, but we'll skip her. We already talked about her. her. There's so many queens this season. Trinity! Oh, Trinity. She was the uh, not-so-funny one, right? Comedy. Um, So, you probably don't know this, but on season six, Trinity did a sketch comedy, which she did very well, about her grandma's light bill. So this was a continuation of a comedy sketch she did in season six. If you didn't know that, it's not as funny. If you do know that, it's a little funnier, but not much funnier. What is up with... Okay, I'm going to do a side tangent. What is up with these queens... Because in uh, then the next episode, too, they're, like, building on their previous season. They're like, oh, I did this in my original season, but I'm going to do it better. I'm like, what the, what the tea? Oh. They're trying to give themselves redemption. But why? Why? Because like, they don't feel gratified by their season. Well, clearly, they have some, they need to go see a psychiatrist or something. Because they, like, seriously, has their lives been on hold since then? Like... I need a doctor. I need a doctor. Call me a doctor. Doctor. All right. Yara Sophia. And I needed a doctor. Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. I'm surprised she did not knock herself out with those jugs. Uh, (laughs) And when we say jugs, we mean um, boobs. (laughs) Boobs. Boobs. Gotta have boobs. Oh, my God. That was... The most ridiculous uh, performance ever. And I loved it. I loved every little bit of it. It was hilarious. And as we know from all of the seasons of Drag Race, all you need to do well on Drag Race is to make Rue laugh. Yeah. And she did that. So good for her. All right. So Yara. And last but not least. No, oh, no second last but second not least. Jiggly Caliente. And a underwhelming lip sync performance. Next was Serena Chacha with an underwhelming lip sync performance. Well, at least Serena like tied in her own line of business. Because when you think about it, when you think about it, though, like the first episode, you kind of really want to like push your um, your brand yeah. because you may not be there the next day. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Which uh, Serena Chacha. Chacha. 
Cha-Cha. Sorry. Sorry. Hashtag spoilers. Spoilers. Hashtag spoilers. Yeah. Cha-Cha did not make it. No. So that was the talent show. And um, so out of all those people, Raja, um, Jan, um, Silky, maybe Scarlet showed talent. (laughs) Uh, But Jan was safe. Jan was safe. So, our top queen of the week was, of course, Yara Sophia, because she made Rue laugh hysterically. Yay! And we find out, although we already knew this, because spoilers, um, this year we are doing the Lip Sync Assassin Lip Sync for Your Legacy again. And that means that Yara Sophia had to lip sync for her legacy against a secret lip sync assassin. Who was? Uh, you don't. Remember. Oh right, she hasn't seen season five. She doesn't know. Well, who who was it? I don't. Oh, Coco Montrese. Oh, okay, okay, Coco, Coco, yeah. the uh, arch nemesis of. Do you know who she's the arch nemesis well, of? For fuck's sake, I don't know. Alyssa Edwards. Oh, okay. So Coco oh. and Alyssa were on season five together. And then again, they were on All Stars 2 together. And now Coco Montrese is a, a lip sync assassin. assassin. But she was already a lip sync assassin. We knew that. She yeah. is, as she said in Untucked, the lip sync assassin. Yeah. Not a lip sync assassin. And, and, she, the. and she needs to pay for her old age home. She really does. Oh I mean, that fringe, that fringe probably cost her hundreds i hated the hand stuff but like dang i hated it i'm like that was she looked like a sham wow mop i'm sorry i hated that outfit but a glittery sham i love the i love the fact that she's shiny i love that part but the fact that everything was everything was fringe everything was fringe even on her fingers and i'm like so um if you want to impress tiffany morgan do not wear excessive fringe on your fingertips. Well, like, she had it on her head, her dress, her legs, her hands, her arms. It was everywhere. And I just want to say, Max, I agree with you. Tiffany should be all cut up on everything Drag Race because we've been in a pandemic for a year and a half. But apparently that's just not one of her life goals. Uh, yeah, the life goal was to watch every season of Golden Girls twice and start watching every season of Ab Fab. Because I I would rather do a review of AbFab, even though it's like 30 years old now. I mean, I do like Jennifer Saunders. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. She's amazing. All right. Well, that was episode one. That was episode one. No, no, we're not done. Oh. So, it's a roomocracy. So, Yara Sophia lip-synced against Coco Montrese and lost, which means that all of the other queens got to vote to see who they sent home. Oh, yes. Okay, the and voting, yeah. And they unanimously voted for Serena Chacha um, of the two bottom queens. So Serena and Trinity were the two bottom queens. Yeah, that's funny because you don't see that until... Um, the next day. The next episode. No, no, no. Because it was in unt- Untucked. Nope, the next episode. It was the next episode that you yeah. saw everyone... I thought it was in Untucked that I saw everyone show their votes. No, it's at the beginning of the next episode that they okay. discuss all the voting. They discuss, but the, anyway. Yeah. Um, but so, do you agree Serena was the one to go home from this talent show? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think she was the worst performer, but I think that of all the queens there, she was the one that I really didn't care about seeing more of, which I don't think is a nice thing to say, but she's also one of those people, I don't know why she was there in the first place. Who was also in the bottom? Trinity. Trinity. And I'm excited to see more from Trinity, because I know she's good, I know she's talented, I've met her, that's part of the reason why I want her to stay. I'm selfish. Uh, you know, out of the, well... So I saw the voting as kind of similar to as, as uh, Drag Race Down Under. Uh, Serena was the less light of yeah. the whole gang. And um, they had to choose between the two, and they mm-hmm. would choose Trinity. And i half thinking it's because Trinity has that status in the community yeah. more than Serena uh, Cha-Cha. Maybe. Um, so anyway. But I'm like, when I, like, you know, she didn't seem that strong. She kind of felt like, a, like she could easily be broken within five seconds underwhelming yeah <laughs> oh my god i think uh, i think i'm a little uh, too truthful right now oh I... maybe a little too truthful this is all we needed to do we just needed to loosen her lips all right loose lips so <laughs> wait what did you just call me last week what what what's this question here which you called last week rowena Oh, yeah, Serena would go home. Oh, okay, thank you. Someone's keeping track. <laughs> you are hired. You are hired. See, I don't even keep track anymore. I used to. We used to do predictions. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've given up on that. <laughs> we just we just make predictions and then hope that they come true and then don't care if they don't. We, we could do them again. It's, we called do them again. it's called life. We make goals and hope they come true. Um, what was I about to do? Uh, so, episode two. Episode two. Was a big episode. So big, in fact, it's almost like they've had blue balls for months. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. Um, oh, it wasn't, with the it, wasn't, it wasn't 100%, dear. Yeah, it was. Oh, sorry. Yara was not part of the Rumocracy. We find out in the next episode, which we're about to discuss... That Yara actually voted for Trinity to go home and not Serena. Which is probably, like, playing the game. Which and, is playing a game. And I do, not, I do not blame her for that. No. No. So, Trinity is, understandably so, upset that her name was there on one single lipstick. Imagine how upset Serena is that her name was on every single lipstick. Well, Trinity, I, and I'm only seeing Trinity in this season. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the previous seasons, and thus far, I don't know if I like her. Like she got snippy. She got she, snippy. She is, she is a snippy queen. She got snippy, and I remember, uh, like, in some of the uh, interviews, she's like, "Oh, I was a little bit of a bitch or something in my season, and I want to be better this season." And it's like, Argh. "Are you sure that was Trinity? I thought that was Raja. And that was." Well, Raja said it too. Trinity, Trinity, Trinity was well? in her own head. She didn't put herself out. She didn't put her personality out. Oh, that's what she out. said. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Raja, yeah, definitely. She was like, I was a bit of a bitch. That's not me. So, in episode two, we got to see our first ball of the season. Ball. Ball. Ooh, it's a ball, darling. And we've had a lot of colored balls on RuPaul's Drag Race. We've had the red ball, we've had the white ball, we've had the black ball. Like, 
they've, they've all had different uh, terms, but this is the first time we've ever had a blue ball. And you know what? That blue ball was a long time coming. Well, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I'm like, now I know she's not just staring into the camera. Why are you looking at me like that? If the if Canada's Drag Race season three, which I'm sure I'll be on, has a blue ball, then you know that I'm winning that. <laughs> you know I'm winning it. I mean, she looks like a blue ball when she wears that blue wig. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as as some as some people as some other queens in town have pointed out that you know I I'm just a blueberry. You know I'm what have, would have been amazing if someone had dressed up as um, the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka. Violet, you're trying to Violet, Violet, yeah. Violet, <laughs> Violet Beauregard. If she had, someone had dressed up as Violet and like rolled themselves down the runway, that yeah. would be hilarious. Oh, that would be awesome. And Actually, just shuffling with her feet, just shuffling. Yeah, just shuffling. Yeah, yeah. See, that's a look, and it's campy and it's comedy. I think that would be a good look. Although I'm sure um, Michelle would just read it to filth because you'd have to have some sort of accessories or something. <laughs> The accessories would be a, a couple blueberries, like, in your palm or something. Oh, my God. That's it. That's it. A string of blueberry pearls. Uh, would you like a has cap, dear? I think I still have some on the table there. So, Eureka and Ginge for the win. Justin. Justin, yeah. Big girls. Big girls win. You know what? All right. I, yeah, I agree. I think that they're going to do really well. All right, let's burn through this okay. episode because there's so much more to talk about. 36 looks in one episode. So let's just talk about our favorites. Uh, sure. So the first uh, runway was the blue collar worker realness. Um, so they all had to walk down as a blue collar worker, but make it fashion. Wait, are we going to do each each one of the... Which of one the... was your favorite blue collar worker? Oh my God, it was Yara. And I really? don't no, I I don't understand why everyone was getting on her about it. I've even seen some other programs who are like, oh well she wasn't she wasn't a blue collar worker. She she was just dressed as a tramp. I'm like, yeah, she looked like a blue collar tramp worker. Like like hello. Like I would I would have expected to see that in like, you know, um, I don't know, some uh, Europe, uh, not European, um, uh, equatorial, that's the word I'm looking for, equatorial country where women have the rights and they're just going to wear whatever they can to get that tan. And she had the big arms. She had big tattooed arms. Muscular arms. Like, I thought, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, she looked like a construction worker to me. I understood. Yeah. But I will say that my favorite, so I have two favorites. Um, my favorites were the high-concept blue-collar workers. So I loved Scarlet Envy, which is not something I think I've said before. I love Scarlet Envy and her carpenter look, which was like wood with circular saws in well, it. Well, that was supposed to be a wood pattern. And I thought that was really cool because it was like taking blue-collar worker to represent it, but not actually dressing like a blue-collar worker. Because yeah. nothing said that you had to dress like a blue-collar worker. Um... Yeah, exactly, Francesca. Oh, yeah, Yara's look was really good. And then, of course, I liked Jan's because it was so concept. It was like the Michelin tires and she had wrenches and mechanic. Like, I thought auto mechanic was obvious. Is she she originally from Detroit? No, I think she's from New York. Oh, okay. New Jersey, New York. 
Um, but then the other one I really liked was Eureka's. Her crossing guard with the smush kit on her butt. Oh, that... Well, that added some comedy to it. It really did. Um, I I had to be... I, I was like, I don't understand... I didn't really understand why I was seeing a whole bunch of oranges and yellows and stuff. Because I was like, yeah, so it's blue collar, but the overall ball is blue. So I was like, where's the blue in every outfit? And I... Yeah, so... Yeah. The, I will say, though, that I did not understand why... Raja's was so amazing because she literally wore something that I could go buy at phase two or buy at like the uniform store. Oh, she, well, and other like, programs she was read the filth, I will tell you, yeah. but other than on there. And I don't really understand. I don't, I don't really understand. understand either. So anyways, moving on from that one. Next up was the denim look, which we originated in Canada, Canada, denim, Canadian tuxedo, tuxedo. Um, I thought a lot of these were really good. Um, but my favorites, again, Jan with the denim star, like heavily maple structured. Leaf. It, maple I, leaf I saw maple leaf. Yeah. Was, I mean, I just thought it was so fashion. Do you think she bought it off <laughs> Brooklyn Heights? <laughs> How would Brooklyn and Jan, like the height difference there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, I'm like, did Brooklyn ever get that made for the Candace Drag Race and Jan just bought it off her? Yeah, um, I don't know. But then I loved Akira's. It was, so Jan's was like red down, but yeah. Akira, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to remember the blue, I think Eureka. Eureka with the Elvis kind of, like, like, uh... The dark denim. The dark, dark denim. denim and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with Yara, I'm gonna mention Yara, though, uh, because she was kind of red for that outfit. Because it wasn't denim. Okay, yeah. So the fabric was not denim. It had to be denim. Yeah. And it wasn't denim. And that could be lead to why later on. Mm-hmm. Now... So the other denim one that they really loved was... Oh, Jan is from Jersey. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. That that accent. Because I was like, that accent <laughs> must be like a Michigan accent. No, it's a Jersey accent. But so the, the one that they really loved from the denim that like I didn't really get like great denim from was Sonique. I thought it was a great reference because she was Extina on her stripped cover plus a trans flag. I thought it was a great reference, but denim... She just wore a pair of jeans. That's all she wore. And, and just like um, a wrap top. Yeah. Um, it was not like... I think I, I think yeah. the reference... I think the reference bring, uh, elevates it. Because people people know that reference. It's, it's a cultural reference, but... I mean, it was literally my, like, sexual awakening. I... Never mind. Wow! Okay! Uh, Christina Aguilera was sexy. Leave me alone. <laughs> Kylie denim look was fantastic. Fantastic. Hey, um, I'm just saying it wasn't overly like denim concept. It was, it was a pair of jeans and then a reference for a drat for a full on drat. Like yeah, yeah. I, I, I go with theory custom. Um, and then. Funny. La- <laughs> oh god. <laughs> denim. I hardly even know him. Uh, classic Um, so then the last one was their construction challenge yeah so they were given unconventional materials unconventional materials a big old dumpster of blue materials and some of it was literally fabric like Scarlet Envy actually got like a massive piece like 
two meters, three meters of blue sequin fabric. Like, when you get that, construction is not that difficult if you know how to put together a garment. But when you get something like sponges or what are, like, the cups, Akira used only plastic cups. Like, that's more difficult. Oh, no, she didn't just use plastic cups. It was over top of something. Right, but it was over top of something and and, and just, like, someone, she made, her outfit was made out of um, a folding chairs. Well, no, it wasn't, it, like, no, it, 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 the, the underlay was the yeah. chair. Like, everything over top was brand new fabric. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like, the construction challenges... I'm okay with that. Like it to me, me it's it's more meaningful because they are you get to see some talent, right? And yeah. you you get to see some crazy things that people rethink a use of plastic cups mm-hmm. to make like, you know, chain mail or something like that. Yeah. Um so I mean, some of them were I thought they were really good. Like I I agree that Eureka's construction look was quite good and Maybe I wouldn't have put her in the top for this episode, but I mean, if I'd put her in the top, like she probably would have been like the third of the top. Um, because I really liked her. It was like paper napkin dress. It was quite cute. Yeah. It was the little tutu. Oh, yes. Yes. She was showing a bit of her bum. Well, not really, but so my favorite construction look was probably Scarlet Envy's. Now, yes. albeit she had fabric, but it was gorgeous. It was like, I thought I saw Coco Chanel in the corner just clapping. Because mm-hmm. it, looked, it, it looked like haute couture. Yeah. It, and uh, I loved it. I loved it. Um, Francesca says the plastic cup look was recycle worthy. That is 100% correct. Mm-hmm. 100%. But no, we both agree on, on the favorite outfit. Yeah. 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 And it, I mean, Raja's was good, but it wasn't that good. It, it was a cool little outfit that she made. But, but yeah. Let's, but, talk, let's talk about the worst look. Oh, God. So Jiggly Caliente put a blanket on and called it a dress. Um, <laughs> Silky Nutmeg Ganache basically bundled up for winter. Um, and I like, I, those are the worst for me. They, they uh, were bad. They're bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness sake. So up on the chopping block was, who, who was on the chopping block? Jiggly Caliente, which yep. I agree because her looks were kind of meh. Um, oh, yeah. And, and Yara. Yara. And so do you agree with Yara? I think, like, I, I, at the time, I didn't. At the mm-hmm. time, I didn't, because uh, I thought all her looks were sickening. W- the way they were reading her about her uh, blue-collar look, I thought was completely off. That, mm-hmm. that was wrong. That was just flat-out wrong. Um, but when I realized afterwards that she had not met the criteria for not actually having denim... In the denim look, mm-hmm. then I could understand that. But I don't know why they didn't portray that. I don't know why they didn't. Why are Why are they being non? Well, not non-truth. Why are they not being authentic? Right? Like, why don't they yeah. say, "Sorry, we're going to put you in the bottom because you didn't actually compete because <laughs> you didn't make a denim yeah. outfit." I will say, I liked her outfit. 
I oh, liked I her denim outfit. Yeah. Oh my it God. was it was really cute. I love the way her body looked in it, but it wasn't denim. If you want to see abs and like all the way down, mm-hmm. that was yeah. her. Okay, uh, and, but and and Robina will do that later. But I don't understand why Akira was in the bottom when only one of her three looks were like meh, because Trinity Trinity's first two looks sucked. Her third look was good, but her first two looks sucked. And I don't know, like, I'm not saying that I want her to go home, but there were some interesting choices on this episode, and I would not have put uh, Kylie in the top over Scarlett or Jan. You know, when it comes to all, most of this judging, we, we know, it's, it's a reality TV show, no. and we know that the, the producers have a lot of say in it. It's not really what these ladies are, are doing in these challenges. It's how they're doing overall. So if your Twitter following goes up like 10 million, uh, 10 million subscribers or something like that, they're going to keep you moving on. <laughs> Even though you may be shit. Okay, so when I <laughs> when when I get on Canada's Drag Race season three, I expect my number of Instagram followers to go from like eleven hundred to fifteen thousand overnight. Please, thank you. You have eleven hundred. I have almost twelve hundred. Instagram? Yeah. I only have twenty followers on Twitter. Go follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet much, so it won't be very like costing for you. Hmm. In fact, it'll be really easy. I don't even think she follows me on Twitter. No. No. See? No. <laughs> so, in the end, Raja was the winner. Do you agree? <sighs> no. I don't think she was above and beyond like they said she was. I would have chosen Scarlett or Jan over yeah. Raja. Yeah. Yeah, Raja, her make look and her um, her gown. What, what was it again? The blue collar. What was the middle one? Denim. Her denim and make looks were were nice. I liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, her um, like blue collar blue was yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't agree with that. No, there are others who had stronger looks for all three uh, yep. criteria. Totally true. So in the end, Raja lip syncs and she lip syncs against the one and only Queen of the North. Well, I mean misconception. I mean. <laughs> Brooklyn Heights. She's my she's she's my like drag uh, niece. Misconception is your niece. Drag niece. Yeah. Aww. Aww. She took over and went above and beyond the family business. <laughs> she dropped the last name, so that was saying something already. <laughs> Wait, was her name Misconception Morgan? No, no, she never she never took the oh. name. She never took the name. That says something. <laughs> Oh my god. But yeah, so Brooklyn Heights was the lip sync assassin they brought in this week. And I mean, she did an amazing job. So I, did I, Raja. I, I think she held back. Do you really? I, I think she held back. Uh, she, Raja and Brooklyn were on the same season. They were both on season 11. And uh, you could see it in Raja's eyes when Brooklyn appears. She's like, shit. Oh, yeah. She was... Yeah. You can tell. I think that wasn't fake. I don't think that was fake. She was shaking in her shoes. Yeah. But I think that Raja did a wonderful job. And, like, if I had to choose between the two of them, I would have chosen Raja to win. Yeah. I, that's why I say I think Brooklyn, like... Uh, because yeah. they already knew who 
everyone had chosen, and that's why. Yeah. That's why. So. There's a lot of politics on, on how who wins, and because it was not even a win. No, it was a tie, tie. Was which a means tie. that Raja gets to choose someone to go home, and the group's vote counts. So both Yara and Jiggly could have gone home, but who went home, Tiffany? Uh, the other girl, Jiggly Kelly. Jiggly Kelly. <laughs> she hasn't seen season four. She doesn't know who Jiggly is. Jiggly Kelly. Can I call you Jiggly? Oh, what what was her line? She says, "Everything jiggles, Mama." Of Everything course, you can. Mama. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so Jiggly is leaving us. But mm. let's just talk about, because we haven't mentioned at the very the end. The game within a game. The game within a game. So, do you have a theory? No, no. Because every one of my theories seems to have fallen apart. Because I keep thinking that uh, they're going to be like the next lip sync assassin, mm-hmm. but they're not. I know Because two the are eliminated. Okay, so... Before you say, and this is spoiler alert then, before I... Spoiler alert, I do know the answer to this question. Well, so, you asked me to watch the Untuck episodes. Because they're on some other channel, I got, I actually paid the $4 a month extra for it. Oh, I don't know why I'm doing that. But I watched them, and at the end of the last Untucked... if you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story. I'm only getting half the story. Yeah, exactly. Jan Tucked. Uh, when I watched Jan Tucked, uh, so the... Spoiler, the... Jan is going to be in every season of Drag Race from now on. She will always be safe, just so that there can be Jan Tucked. And she'll go home right before the final four every single season. Well, she should be hired to do an interview in the Untucked room <laughs> when the girls come off. Like, she should just... Yeah. I, she should just start a Jan Tucked sort of thing. A spinoff. Um, so... In one of the untucks, when they were ending, when they came to the... Because they, they do a recap, and they were like, Oh, Jiggly, you get to go. But wait, wait, wait! Stay! A game within a game. And then some of the video footage cut to two makeup tables in the in a back room somewhere. Oh! Um, it was not in the main room. It was kind of like a pork chop loading dock kind of situation. But okay. it was two makeup uh, stations. So I was like, oh, what's going on here? What's going on? So, Rowena. Uh... <laughs> exactly. Hashtag tip Tiffany so she can watch Untucked. <laughs> $5 a month. That's all you need. You only need to give her like $1 per episode of Maple oh Tea. Oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> so, okay. Spoiler alert. Okay. Mute your... Mute your screen for like two minutes if you don't want to hear this. What? Three... Two, one. All of the queens who are sent home are going to have to lip sync against the previous queen that was sent home until one person remains, and that person will get to come back into the competition. So so Serena and Jiggly will lip sync. Whoever wins that will lip sync against the next person. Whoever wins that will lip sync against the next person. And when will they be reintroduced back into the... Whenever the fuck Rue wants. So is this some complicated way to make sure that if suddenly half her crew gets off because they all got COVID, that she has a backup crew for the show? No, I think it's just her way of giving someone a second chance that she wants to bring back. Well, that that explains (laughs) then the fucking temper tantrum that um, Jiggly had. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, 
that was all staged. Now, you're saying that was all staged. I did not say that. You're no, saying that. I'm saying that. I'm implying that. Because she was screaming and crying in the parking lot. Oh, I can't even lipstick to save my life. Well, guess what? You can. You can. So that Spoilers. explains the two makeup tables then. Yeah. Spoilers done. Five, four, three, two, one. And we're Spoilers back. done and we're back. So, let's talk about Canada's Drag Race. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In the last two minutes. Um, okay. <laughs> hashtag maybe longer. So, Canada's Drag Race Season 2 started filming May 20th. It finished filming June 25th. They're done. They're out of isolation. They are back in their hometowns, and they are tweeting up a storm. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, like, just checking the chats here. They're tweeting up a storm. The people who were, like, gone for weeks and weeks and weeks are now all online. Uh, in, uh, like, my Instagram feed is full. Oh, yeah. Um, you of know. old news. They're all, like, posting about things that happened a month ago. It's so obvious. They don't try and hide it anymore. Uh, no, no. But what we did learn, um, just today, just today, just announced today, this is Tuesday, June the 29th. Yes. Um, Stacy, Stacy is not a judge. We love you, Stacy. Please come back for season three. And get well soon, because it was implied that it was COVID. But it... Related. COVID related. Not necessarily that she has COVID, but she couldn't come back to film it because of COVID. Which I find strange because Brooklyn lives in LA. So she came back and quarantined. But then again, Brooklyn Heights is the new host of Canada's Drag Race. She's no longer just a judge. She is the host. So what does that mean then? It means she's basically the RuPaul of Canada. But is she judging as well? Yes. Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. So she will. Oh, she's basically the RuPaul. Yeah, because yeah. in la- in the first season they were all equal. Mm-hmm. They were all equal judges and stuff like that. So not so Brooklyn anymore. Is oh, thank God because we. Yeah. I, I think most people said that was just ridiculous. It was. It was very confusing to have a different host every week to have them vote on who went home to like. You can still have the judges give their opinions and come to a conclusion, but voting? Yeah, anyways. Voting seems way too democratic for Drag Race. I mean, (laughs) you're just supposed to make a decision and then let all of the fans, like, hate on you about it. Isn't that what drag culture is? Uh, Well, but don't play too badly at it. which I don't think Brooklyn can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she's going to say what she thinks and yeah. she's going to and she's going to say it like it is. So we have three three new judges. Well, Tracy was there last year as a squirrel friend. But only for two episodes. She was only a judge for two episodes. So she's I guess she's kind of like a Carson or a Ross, like she'll be there every once in a while. Don't ever ever compare her to Carson and Ross. I'm sorry, Carson and Ross are two of the greatest judges we've ever had on Drag Race, and I take it back. Tracy Melshore is kind of like a Merle Ginsburg. Sure. Eventually replaced by someone better. <laughs> Tracy Melshore is like one of those Australian guest judges, uh, down under guest judges, that you really had to look up, like mm-hmm. deeply on Google, to even find any reference to yeah. who they were. So, Tracy Malshore is uh, the host of eTalk on Can- uh, in Canada. We also have Greg... No, Dave... No, Greg... 
No. Oh God! Now I have to look. It I up. I had Googled it earlier and I can't remember. Um, Amanda Bruegel. Amanda Bruegel oh, is Amanda one Bruegel. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is an actress, Canadian. Uh, she was on The Handmaid's Tale, season one. I haven't seen it. No idea. But she was she was a guest judge on season one of Canada's Drag Race. So if anyone remembers that, she was there. Yeah. Um. The, I. Yeah. Uh, okay. You're just going through them. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going through them. Okay. And then next up is Brad Goreski, who is a stylist to the stars and host of um, a fashion yeah. Yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah, let me let me bring a, the whole a thing. Fashion up. show. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like a, a fashion um, talk show contest. Oh, talk show too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh. Who are they? Uh, Go up to the top. Down a little more. Does it say? Right there. there the hunt for that. Oh, there we go. Brad Goreski, celebrity stylist and... TV personality. TV personality. He was the host of some some fashion thing. But, I mean, at least we have someone who knows fashion on the show now. Oh, no. Stacy did that. Stacy knows fashion. Stacy, we're going to miss she, you. She... Well, she had decades. And yep. she was on fucking fashion runways in Milan and... In, in Paris, in London, in New York, and even Toronto, God forbid. And, <laughs> like, like, hello, if anyone knows fashion, it's Stacey. Fashion. Um, fashion. <laughs> Brad Goreski, I will say, is a very attractive man. He is 43 years old, which means he's the perfect age to be able to pay me money. And uh, he is... Very handsome. Just oh, is that his husband? That, that's him. That's his husband, I guess. But he's very pretty. Oh, okay. Brad, well. Brad, I hope you're listening to this. You're very pretty. I'm very excited to see you on my TV every week. And he sold his soul to Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've done that too. Let's so. sell. Let's sell. Let's sell. Let's sell. So we're very excited for Canada's Drag Race season two. Um, I am very hesitantly excited for the new judges. And I'm excited to see Brooklyn as the host. That that I am actually excited You're for. actually excited? I am devastated with this uh, current judging panel. No, I'm excited to have Brooklyn as the host. Okay, Brad, maybe, yeah, fashion. Okay, yeah. But uh, Tracy Melcher, ugh! Um, uh, sorry, uh, I, I hope that doesn't sound hateful or anything like that. But, that wasn't hateful. She just um, makes her sick. Yeah, exactly. And um, who was the other? Amanda uh, Bruegel. Um, I don't know. Well, Who's that? So we've talked about it. We've talked how, how we would like to see the judging panel in, mm-hmm. in Canada's Drag Race. Yeah. And we, well, at least I discussed that I want to see a comedian. I want to, we, like that. Where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? Because you, that is Drag Race UK. That was Drag Race uh, Down Under. It's a great freaking platform. There are no comedians on this list other than Amanda who has done comedy but she's an actor. She reads the comedy. Yeah. Like, ugh. I'm not looking forward to it. Wait, I, but I am looking forward to it. But it's going to be a fashion. It's going to be, the whole season's going to be fashion. You know that, right? I think like there might be this? a couple comedy queens on. Not very many, but a couple. But it's going to be all heavy on fashion. It is. There, there are a bunch of queens out of Vancouver on it that are very much like style fashion queens. Um, lip syncs. There's going to be a lot of lip sync assassins. So... Sorry, I've had that press release. Fashion police. 
Brad Goreski was on Fashion Police. Yeah. Fashion Police. Yes, yes, yes. So that's just another reality TV show, right? Where they just make people up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Not redoing their lives like Carson did. Um, Carson. All right. Oh, I'm see-through again. Yeah. Well, fully see-through now. Wow. Okay. So that's all for this episode. So, again, my name is Rowena Way. And my name is Tiffany Morgan. And you've been listening to What's, What's the, the Maple, Maple Tea? Tea? Oh my god, we actually did that in unison because we're Yay! together. Um, you can find us everywhere that podcasts are hosts. You can go to our website, themapletea.ca, or you can go and follow us on Facebook, What's the Maple Tea? Um, and then you can, of course, follow us on our Instagrams and our Facebooks and our Twitters. Follow me on Twitter. I want more followers. Um, on Twitter, not Instagram. Over a thousand followers on Instagram? I mean, I mean, I know people who have like 10,000. I only have 1,174. Okay, well, you need to show off more torso, apparently. Okay. I haven't done that in a while, actually. I haven't done much much thirst trapping recently, so. All right, sweet peas. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.